The Man War Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHOR. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, whore? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. What's up, everybody? How you doing? This is Billy Proceda, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. This week on the show, Rob Piper, everybody. Porn star Rob Piper is on uh, another one of my conversations from the AVN Awards back in January. And, uh, you know, some of y'all might be here for him. Might be here for him and his big old swinging dick. Uh, um, and we will get to Rob Piper momentarily. Uh, I am back from Chicago. I want to give a shout out to all of you who did come on out to the, the live podcast in Chicago on Friday. It was just awesome. We had awkward moments, adorable moments, vicious moments, um, real, raw, and honest moments, sincere moments. It was, I mean, hilarious moments, of course. It was just a, a really beautiful thing to take what I've been doing for a living and, and doing this this kind of comedic but sincere introspection on my dating life and, and allow other comedians to do that as well. Uh, a shout out again to the comedians who were on that show, uh, Shannon Knoll, Elise Fernandez, Brendan Lemon. You're going to get to hear uh, that ideally next week. If everything goes according to plan, uh, that will be next week's episode. But a shout out to the fans who came out. Shout out to those of you who hung out afterwards. Uh, I had a really fun time. June was a big traveling month, and uh, you know I was in a lot of different places. I, I don't usually travel so much in, in a short period of time, so glad to be back home, kick my feet up, smoke some weed. Gosh, might even have sex. Who knows? But you know what I can do from really anywhere in this country? I can give you... Show Get them hot! Get them dates! Show dates! Yeah, that's right. The show dates, everybody. The most important show dates of them all are Manhorcon, August 2nd through August 4th. But now I can announce, finally, that we will be doing the live podcast show here in New York City on August 3rd as part of Manhorcon, and you can join us. Tickets are now, now on sale for the live podcast, August 3rd, 8 p.m. at Karma Lounge down on the Lower East Side. Uh, it's where we had the live podcast last year for Man Horcon. Uh, and we're going to do it again. We're going to have uh, a few stand up comedians. They're going to get heckled by their exes. And then we're going to sit down and talk about why they didn't work out. So if you want to go uh, get those tickets, uh, they're available right now. We will have limited tickets. And I'm not saying that as a marketing ploy. Karma probably seats about 50 people. And I know we already have uh, uh, 20. 20 plus seats reserved for the Manhor Con attendees. So if you want to get your ticket, go to manhorpod.com slash tickets. You're not going to want to miss this one. Uh, also, again, if you would like to join us in the Fan Whore Fantasy Football League, uh, we do a $30 buy-in. Uh, I'm starting to uh, gather interest to see if we want to do one league or two leagues. We've been doing this every year since the podcast started. I do like me and my sports ball. 
And this is like the only opportunity I get to find out which sex positive weirdos also dig uh, watching rapists throw a football. So if you want to join a fantasy football league, shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com uh, and, and claim a spot. But let's get to some emails. I've, uh, I've, I'm a little backed up on emails here that I want to read. <clears throat> so I'm going to start with this one. Uh, subject line, Sex Dream with Billy. Sounds like a nightmare to me. It reads, hey, Billy, hope you're reading this email after a slutty encounter. Uh, I've been a fan for a while now and also a very happy Patreon member. Ooh, good job, buddy. Uh, keep up the amazing work. I wanted to share this this story with you because I thought you may appreciate it. As you may have guessed by the subject line, I had a sex dream recently. And not just any sex dream, because this one featured you. This was a very vivid dream, uh, the kind that seems very real and I can remember every detail. In the dream, for whatever reason, you and I are neighbors in an apartment building and we live across from each other. One night, I bring this beautiful woman home, and we start fooling around in my living room. While she's kissing my neck, she asks if we can leave my door open. She says she wants people to see us. I say, fuck yes. So she opens the door and strips in the doorway and comes back to me. She pulls off my pants and starts sucking my cock. As she does that, I notice movement in the corner of my eye and look over. You're in the doorway, completely naked, rock hard, and stroking your cock. In the comedy community, we uh, we call that pulling a Louis C.K. Um, she notices you too and beckons you over. Being watched instantly turns us both on and I start face-fucking her. You sit next to me and watch before looking at her and say, Eat his ass. She happily obliges and pushes my legs back and starts tonguing my hole. It's amazing. Then you command her to eat yours and you tell me to start fucking her. I do. You love it and hold her face in your ass and make her tongue fuck you. Uh, this goes on for a few minutes before you stand up and command me and her to 69. You're using this irresistible Dom Daddy voice and it's hot as hell. So her and I get in the position and we 69 with me on bottom. You tell us to get ready and then you start fucking her pussy while I'm eating it out. It's incredible. She starts moaning in ecstasy and I can taste her pussy getting wetter and wetter. If this email does not end with the aristocrats, I'm going to be disappointed. You can't take it anymore and you say you want to come. So you tell me to flip around and start fucking her pussy and cowgirl. So I do. And then you tell her to get ready. You then slide your cock into her pussy with me and all three of us moan. She loves the feeling of our two cocks stretching out her pussy. We thrust and pump in unison, and before long she starts squirting all over our cocks, and this sends you and I both over the edge. We start thrusting harder and harder, and you let out a guttural primal sound as you start to come inside her. This turns me on, and I come too. Which, which, I'm I'm just, so that means, we're both coming inside her, which means we're, which means we're both coming on each other's dicks. It ain't gay if it's in a three-way. Okay, uh, that is sadly where the dream ends. I wake up hard as a rock, obviously, and sad it was only a dream. But that's not all. I reach down to my dick and my boxers are soaked. This dream was so hot that it became the first wet dream I've had since I was 14. So thank you. I know this email was long, but I had to share it with you. Please keep up everything you're doing. You'll always have a fan and support from me, bro. Stay slutty and don't get pregnant. 
Well, that wow, that was um, that was something. Thank you, Colton, for that very detailed email. <laughs> this one is uh definitely a, a a little less sexual, at least if I'm judging it by the the subject line. The subject line reads body image. It says, "Hey Billy, hope all is well. I'm I'm writing for two reasons, and neither is to be dirty, dirty sexual like my last email." Uh, this guy previously wrote an email about just, I pretty much just about wanting to fuck me. We call him Ohio guy. Uh, first, I just listened to the Body Positivity podcast and it was great. I love how honest you are about your body stuff as men do not talk about it. I'm actually writing my dissertation on, generally speaking, male body image and objectification. I've got those body image issues too, so it's a tough topic to write about. But it's also been cathartic at times. Keep talking about it. Men need to not be silent about this because the consequences are awful. There's a lot out there on the correlation between people's uh, sexual behaviors and body image. It's interesting. Secondly, and still a similar topic, that was a hot fucking pic you posted last week. Wow. That was an amazing thing to see in my inbox. Great body, great dick, so damn sexy. I said it wouldn't be dirty, dirty, uh, just dirty. So, you know, uh, if you want me to be more dirty, just ask, signed, a man we call Ohio guy. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, yes, it's definitely important for, for men as well to talk about body image issues and such. Uh, but hey, I'm glad you're getting your money's worth out of your Patreon membership. Uh, this is, this is a, a fun DM I got. A little slide in. Uh, from a from a woman named Emma. She writes, Hi, Billy. I'm a fairly new listener, although my sister, Claire, has been talking about your podcast for as long as I remember. We started working at a factory job this summer and we'll share my AirPods and, and listen to your podcast to make throwing away used diesel car parts more enjoyable. I've always been creeped out about a podcast being about sex, which is why I never listened to any of yours or any sex-positive podcast before. I'm thinking that it definitely has something to do with my unhealthy relationship with any sex or love encounters. But listening to your podcast has made me feel more comfortable about sex positivity and sexuality all around. Well, Emma, uh, you know, I guess the sisters who listen to sex podcasts together... Uh, throw away used diesel car parts together. I don't know. Uh, but but thank you for for your DM. I am glad you're you're digging the show. I'm I'm glad you're on board. And uh, you know, I hope you you start getting a little bit more comfortable. I you disclosed your age to me uh later on in the DM. So like, hey, you're young. It's gonna be fine, and it gets better. But you're also gonna have. It's also gonna be worse because dudes can suck. But hey, welcome welcome to the crew. I got one final uh, email for y'all because it is adorable. I am okay, so I get some okay. I oh, look, I've got. I don't know if this is going to become a recurring segment or what, but I have this um, this one particular uh, fella, Dave, who um, is a fan of the show, and he is autistic. Now, at first, I just thought he was a little odd or a little strange the way he would send his emails. And then, and, but then he, he shared that with me. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. And now I know how to interact with you. Dave, I know you're listening. You're awesome. You're doing fine. Anyways, so, but some, sometimes, sometimes he sends me some really fun emails uh, to me. And uh, 
I am not. I am not making fun of the man. So this one is uh, is is titled about public sex. And he writes, hey, Billy, just started listening to your public sex ex- episode, which honestly, I don't know which one that is because, well, there's, you know, there's a lot. Uh, and I was wondering how you had the guts to pull it off. Seriously, you're brave, but do you recommend doing this kind of thing? After all, I imagine how risky outdoor sex must be. So, Dave, uh, you know, I've said this before on the show, and I know you're working your way through the episode, so you'll hear this, you know, a lot, and some of you have heard this before, but I'll say it again. Um, you can get away with, with some things in New York City that you can't get away with in other places. And part of that is due to your, like, anonymity within a multi-million person crowded city. People aren't always looking, and, you know, because n- no one cares. <laughs> uh, and even if they do see, they're just usually too busy to, like, stop and do something about it. They're just going to be like, Oh, well, that's a that's an orgy on 8th Avenue. I, I got to go to work. New York is a city of people who've just got like shit to do. So I've taken some risks uh, because of that. But I've also taken those risks because I like having public sex. The risk reward is worth it for me. I would not recommend doing this if you are not into public sex, right? So when you say like, oh, would you, I recommend this type of thing? I mean, I recommend it if you like doing it. I wouldn't recommend having that type of sex if, you know... You don't enjoy having that. So I recommend it if you like it. I don't if you don't. And if you if you do it, just be safe, be smart, and don't do it like near uh, a school or playground. It is, is always interesting. Uh, is I am learning how interesting it can be to see sex and, and whatnot through a totally different lens through this guy. Um, and, you know, as he continues to send me Emails I find are interesting or maybe offer a different viewpoint, uh, you know, I'll share them with you. Fuck it, I'll, sa- I'll share another one right now because this one was just cute. Regarding tubs, hey, Billy, do you know what lube works best in bathtubs? I'm curious as the stuff seems to disintegrate in water. And uh, I had to actually I had to like phone a friend. I hit up uh, our, our, our dear friend, Laura Delorado, and I am told you should aim for a silicone-based lube, Uber lube. Sponsor the show, sexy sporn sponsor at Manhorcon, uh, is a silicone-based lube. However, uh, I have not personally used a lubricant in the bath before, so your mileage may vary. Uh, and if you want to send me a, an email with your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, you send them on over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, before I get to my uh, guest this week, Rob Piper, adult porn star, adult porn, that was weird to say. Um, cause you don't want to be a child porn star. That's definitely not good. I just want to give you all a little teaser. We've got a bonus episode coming out on Patreon tomorrow with Jennifer. And many of y'all may remember Jennifer from episode 215, uh, where, uh, we talked a lot about like play party etiquette. Uh, she is fantastic. She is a doll. She's a delight. She also uh, has helped out tremendously in the past, uh, at Hacienda with decorating the sex parties. And so tomorrow's episode is just her sharing tips and tricks and suggestions on how to decorate and uh, make fun themes for uh, uh, your play party. Uh, but for now, let's hear just, just a little pinch, just a little tease with episode 215's Jennifer. Oh, I, I had my I had my first uh, girl girl threesome at a recent event. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was me and two other women. And um 
And that and that was pretty amazing. I was like, why haven't I done this before? This is great. Like, but um, it, it it kind of like it kind of like spontaneity is really fun for me sometimes because I was kind of like cuddling and chatting with the one girl I was with, and then we kind of just like were hanging out in the hot tub, and then we come out and find another friend of ours, and just like out of the blue, like just like connected and just like you know like like we're like yeah, let's do this, let's go downstairs, and then um you know run downstairs and uh. Yeah, sure. Sure enough, like it was like it was just like totally, you know. I just had f- I had fun blowing people's minds and having my mind blown and just like with unexpected connections like that. And that's that's one of always uh that that that's why I like to call it play parties too, not just sex party because that's the play part that gets mixed into it. Now that episode is going to be available tomorrow for all of my $5 and up fan whores on Patreon. Uh if you're at the $5 up level, you get access to over 100 bonus episodes uh and and a lot of people seem to enjoy them in fact i got this email from melina who is uh who's new she says hi i'm a new listener and you popped my patreon cherry Woohoo! i don't know if anyone has ever told you this but you do an awesome job teasing these extra episodes i couldn't resist so i joined up Melina uh, began listening to this podcast because of my episode with laura delarado a couple weeks ago and uh and and Melina writes uh, in regards to that episode, she asked you about your experience with a pl- with plus size women and you just oh so casually was like, let's keep talking on the Patreon episode. Uh, it kept me wanting more. I thought it was just with her, but no, you do it to all the extra bonus episodes. I just listened to the one with how to date men when you hate men chick. Uh, and you did it as well with her. Uh, the yes, we are going to keep talking, but over on Patreon thing. Uh, it's so cruel, but awesome. It made me had to sign up. I felt like I was missing out by not doing it. And hey, you can even get access to free bonus episodes on Patreon. Did you know that? Yeah. If you go to patreon.com slash man podcast, even if you just click the follow button, it's going to ask you to make an account, which takes 20 seconds. You don't have to put a credit card down, and then you're going to get uh, updated every month with a free bonus episode, including my bonus show with Nina Hartley and with Andrea Allen and with my seventh grade crush. So again, go to patreon.com slash podcast, become a member today. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. And real, real briefly, I want to do a fan whore appreciation moment because I love giving shout outs to the fans who uh, who help me keep this podcast going, who keep me uh, away from a day job. Uh, right now, a shout out to Aspen Weaver, who is my first professional snowboarder fan whore. Can't wait to meet you at ManhorCon, dude. It's going to be, um, what do y'all say? Sick, gnarly, lit, off the chain. I don't know how to be cool. Uh, maybe you can teach me. Uh, thank you to Rohan Rafisic. Rohan, Rohan, oh man, you know, you told me how to say it on the phone uh, last week, and I, sorry. <laughs> but it was really nice chatting with you on the on the phone, having a little exclusive patron-only chit chat um you know keep repping it hard out there in france buddy and a shout out to someone who has named himself scotty no strep cunning linguist strep throat uh, as we all know my favorite std billy strep's on std it is the way i get strep <laughs> oh 
And now for this week's guest, Rob Piper. Uh, Rob Piper is a uh, an adult entertainer, porn star, however you like to say it. Cool dude, chill guy. Met him at AVN, uh, and you know we had a we had a fun chat. He's had quite the story. Uh, certainly not the the most conventional way to get to porn. Uh, I don't think most porn stars start off as NFL prospects and end up you know balls deep inside of Ivy Sherwood or Lisa Ann. So uh, let's go chat with Rob Piper. Okay, those are not Rob Piper's moans, but that is that is Rob Piper's dick causing the moans. And I'm hearing those moans or I'm watching them really right now on hotmovies.com. Yes. I love hotmovies.com personally. I think this is the future of paying for your porn or hey, at least paying for some of it. Uh, hotmovies.com is a pay per minute porn site. Uh, you buy a cluster of minutes for roughly 10 cents a minute and then you Apply them how you want to apply them, baby. They've got hundreds of thousands of videos available by all of your favorite porn stars and porn studios. Right now, I'm watching Be Our Valentine from the Nuru Massage People. And you can get 20 free minutes on top of any package you sign up for when you go to hotmovies.com and use promo code MANHOR. Not convinced? Not ready to throw down money for your porns? Do you want to try it for free? You can. Sign up for the 20-minute free trial with my code, and you'll get a 40-minute free trial at hotmovies.com, promo code MANHOR. One more time, that's hotmovies.com, promo code MANHOR. And now let's, uh, now let's go hear the voice behind the dick behind her moans. Third, 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 yeah. third, yeah. Getting, getting into the groove of it. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's very tiring. It's draining, but I'm used to it. But on the third one, like, do you find like you're finding like your coping mechanisms for you know the hustle and bustle? I look at it to where it's like I just take things from each convention that I always attend, mm -hmm. and then I kind of like orchestrate my own plan towards kind of taking certain things from different people what they got going on and seeing how it could benefit me. Mm -hmm. And then once I see what the beneficial side is or something that I can use towards my fan base or whatnot or something that I may be interested in, then I gravitate towards it. What what have you like what were some of those things? What's an example? Uh just sex toys, um products, talk to a few webcam people. Sex toys as in getting sex toys of yourself made or incorporating sex toys. Well, into I already have a sex toy already with Doc Johnson. Sure. So I already have my deal done molded, but I'm looking to create two more new toys this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what like more dildos or do you make a new a more so lubes um female vibrators uh -huh. and suctions um but just in my own version in my own way sure sure just with you on the box pretty much um any other like convention tips that you picked up you know as mm -hmm. a like when you were a brand new talent and something maybe you learned back then i was definitely more hands-on this year with fans mm -hmm. um do that yeah you i was definitely more hands-on than with fans um talking to them um, just taking pictures, mingling, brought a guy a drink. Um, do you get creepy fans as a, as a male talent? I'm gonna say no. 
No. I'm going to say. And you don't, it doesn't have to be no because you know that the women get creepier, but you are still allowed. Like, you're still allowed to have creepy fans. Even oh, yeah. If they're not I mean, as creepy. it is what it is. Creepiness but, is a spectrum. <laughs> just like people, it's like creepy and weird goes hand in hand. Sure. But it's, it's, it is what it is. But I don't have creepy fans. I like to say all my fans and everyone that ever approached me are ones that I've met has been very respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I have no complaints about it. Okay, okay. Because I know that's a very common complaint amongst like a lot of the female talent being like, you know, dudes who don't understand boundaries yeah. or they grab without asking or they're just fucking awkward and leering. And I, you know, I don't know if the male talent, uh, you know, get a similar experience or maybe a similar but different. No, it's, it's, it, it kind of, I think, I think it just goes with how you carry yourself, mm. how you carry yourself, like how you move around in public, um, at events, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're one to move out and you go places and you're acting like a fool, then people are going to approach you like a fool. Sure. Or I mean, in any aspect or disrespect or whatnot, but if you carry yourself the right way, then that's how people are going to take you and treat you sure. while you treat yourself. That's killer. And what were you doing before, uh, before porn? <sighs> before porn. Cause you're not, you're not like a, I hope you don't think you're not like a Sprite 24 year old. You know, it's not like you just, it's not like this is the first job out of high school. It's right. like, before I did what I got in porn, I played football, I boxed, uh, managed models. What, what level were you playing football? Uh, college. College? Okay. Yeah. Dope. College. Um, I came out here, I managed models, I boxed at Freddie Roach at Wildcard, um, tore my MTL. And then. See, some people tear their MTL and they like go into construction or they, you know, go into an office and oh, no. you're like, I'm going to fuck people. I got to keep staying active. I'm sure. a gladiator, so I got to stay competitive <laughs> in life. So anywhere I can compete and comp- like towards anything, yeah, I'm there. Well, then how, how'd you make the transition from like all this act activity and tearing the MTL to be like, oh, well, let's do the porn? That's an interesting question. Um, when football ended, it was more so of like, I was at a very distressed moment with football, family, life. Were you on a pro track with, with football? I was going, uh, well, yes, I went to Miami University. Then I left there. I went ah, to, I went my to sister. Yes, yeah. What, what year were you at? Were you at? I was at 2001. Okay, okay. And I left there. Um, I got sent to a junior college out here. Came out here. And once it ended, I was like, you know what? I wanted to figure out or challenge myself in ways of trying to figure out what it is next that I can do. So creating that next chapter and reinventing myself in different ways, it just proved me something in a different way about myself that I didn't know. Hmm. So I decided to, even to, I've got to tell you, fashion. I'm big in fashion. So Mm -hmm. as you can tell, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But I did that in... Here I am now. I, I believe I always can reinvent myself and start another chapter in life, and I'll be perfectly fine with no matter what it is I'm doing or where I'm at. I'll be fine. But you're playing football, like, and and it's when you're playing football in college, like, are pros? Was that something that was a potential thing in the? In, oh, that was guaranteed. Okay, so then there's a very specific chapter you have, like you've seen this book in many different variations, yes. but you know that one. Yes, you tell this MTL, you've seen that one. And I feel like we all have seen it, but mm-hmm. like to experience it, Jesus is a whole different level. It's a whole different level. Like, what's that feeling when you just you go down and you're like, it's like it doesn't hit you until each day. Mm-hmm. Like you just sit in the bed and you sit in the bed and you sit in the bed and you sit in the bed and the only thing you have is the TV, the voice in your brain, and it's just consistent battle with trying to fight 
that voice and quiet that voice of, okay, what's next? Or what are you going to do? Uh, are you going to be able to play football again? Or when you can get back to playing football, will you still be at the level you was at? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it just, it's, it's a constant challenge on a day-to-day basis, but I overcame it. Well, I think we all see the, the, the you know, dudes go down in games and, and there's a lot of emotion on the field. Oh, yes, sir. During those moments. And I mean- Obviously, the I, I imagine the emotion when you go down is ow, um, but when you're like in like say the hospital bed, you know, and you have this voice talking to you, and it's probably saying who knows what. Right, it's a lot of crosstalk. I That's bet. True. What's the What's the feeling like of when when the thoughts of even possibly not playing football again? Depression. Depression. It puts you in a major depression state. Um, but it's something like for me, I live for challenges. So it's like all in all, anything that doesn't challenge me, I don't want to deal with it. So that's like even with like anything that I do in a career, if it really doesn't challenge me on a day to day basis, like if I can do something and figure it out, I don't want to do it because I'm going to get bored. Sure. If I get bored fast, I'm just going to leave it. But it's like just overcoming that was great. It was just hard for sure, but it was definitely something that put me in a a deep depression state of mind because football was my life. Um, football was everything for me. Mm. And then when that ended, things took a turn for the worst and I got back on track. What's a, what's a turn for a worst look like? Um, just was into a lot of different things and a lot of different activities that wasn't the most positive places and areas to be in mm. and engaging in certain things. But grace of God, I'm still here. All right. All so. right. Well, we're glad you're here. There's a lot of dudes and there's a lot there's a lot of jays on the floor nationwide that's happy you're still here. You know? Uh, so that's great. I I heard that you uh you you started finding porn through a Craigslist ad, is that right? That's how well it came across cuz I had I had a mutual friend who was in the industry mm-hmm. for a while. And when I was in high school, I worked with a porn company Name four Interned with a porn internship when you're 15, 16? I worked, <laughs> I worked at a warehouse and on the street team, we um, passed out like go around strip clubs and we'll go do merch for like um, new stores and like inventory and stuff like that. So okay. we'll bring them orders. And then the guys and like the people, they used to always like go and like travel, come out here. They was partnered with Larry Flint. But they'll come out here and I'd be like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And they'd be like, they didn't take me serious. Mm. But I was just really joking about it because I played football. Sure. But when I came out here, I responded to an ad on Craigslist. And then from that point. I, I mean, as someone who used to be a frequent Craigslist ad uh, responder, just not, I would always avoid those particular ones. I would be, I was the one who was like, I was, I responded to Craigslist ads to go do porn stuff, but there was no camera. Right. Like, I was like, yeah, like I'm responding for like gangbangs just recreationally. <laughs> You were like, no, I'll do them, but like, you know, we're, I'm getting paid and there's going to be a camera involved. And <laughs> it was really interesting because when I responded to the ad, I didn't think none of it mm-hmm. because I'll always stroll and I was like, huh, this is interesting. And just for shits and giggles, just did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when my agent responded back via email, it kind of shocked me a little bit because I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, well, let me see if this is real. Hmm. And then when she was like, well, come into the office, X, Y, Z, then I was like, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I went in and here I am. Yeah. <laughs> here I am. 
Live what, in the what's the reaction of the what so for if i if i get a response from an ad like that even if it was like a recreational thing it's like for me i feel like there's a sense of like moi yeah like me like you want me come on um what, what's i can't imagine you have the similar things i gotta imagine everyone's been telling you like yeah you could do porn for like ever that's what people say now yeah for sure but i don't see ever i mean i get i i, I have a lot left to accomplish Oh, I just meant like people had probably been telling you like you were a good looking dude. And so like yeah. there's not much of a shock if someone's like, yeah, we'd pay to watch you fuck. Whereas if for me, like if I got a responsibility, like I used to cam right. and any guy who was like throwing money at me on the webcams, I'd be like, really? Like I'm not even the men, but like I'm still kind of like, oh, that's I feel cute. Cause like I, I'll take like I'll take I don't take a blowjob from wherever, but I'll take compliments from right. anybody. Her dad. <laughs> you know, it's. That's doable, yeah. <laughs> so, so doable. what? What was the? What's entering the? So, I think we see a lot of stories about the about entering porn as a as female talent. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't know. We we see that much with men. Like, what's that audition process like? What's that beginning stages process like? But it's different. It's different process, to my knowledge, of how guys can enter, um, how you can apply, how you can go about reaching out to agents and stuff. But for me. Sandra called me into the office, we sat down and we talked. And then right before she said that she wanted to sign me, she told me to stand up and pull my pants down. And then from there, she was like, okay. Did you hesitate for a moment? Kind of did. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because it was like random. Like we were just having like a normal conversation like right now. Yeah. And then after you just said, yeah, I tell you, pull your pants down. I mean. So it's like, it's like <laughs> we wasn't even at a part of sex at all. Sure. And it's just like, okay, we'll pull your pants down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I did. And she was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sign right here. You're in. <laughs> You're in. It's uh, You actually sign it with your cock. Please dip it in the ink It's uh, and then do that. Just throw. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. And it was good, though. So, I mean, Sandra's amazing. OC is amazing. And I couldn't be more happier anywhere else. What's that, what, was the fir- what was your first scene? My first scene was for Jim Camp with Arby James. Okay. For Dog Fart, Blacks on Blondes. All right. And... Only thing I had to do, I, I mean, I was normal. Everything was fine. Only thing that angles, knowing how to fuck for a camera opposed to just fucking for yourself. Yeah. And then after that, it was easy. Well, well, but is that difficult? Because like I see some of the, see, I watch porn, recognizing porn as porn and not yeah. all porn sex is real sex. So I recognize certain positions. Uh, you know, that's not something I'm supposed to do. So that thing where like you're sitting wide legged on, you know, bow legged on the, on the couch and she's like on you reverse bow-legged also it's like i know no one fucks that way she's gonna you know like instead like instead of as i act out being the woman Mm -hmm. uh instead of like this she's also like this and you're like this like so that they get the the reverse yeah reverse but it's like this like spread but like both of you spread eagle when it would be so much easier for like her to have her legs closed and bounce on you Mm. does that make sense but she instead she's opening up for camera right it's like i know that's not real um, but so but I can't imagine like learning how to do these like unrealistic poses. It's it's so interesting you say that because before I got in porn, I think I was more nastier than I was before I got in porn. I mean yeah. I'm more I'm more educated towards certain things about sex and um et cetera, but then I was wild. Now I'm more tamed. Really? Oh yeah. Wait, so how were you were nasty how before uh before porn? Well, let's say I was a very sexually active guy. 
Well, uh, you're talking to men who are guy, podcast guy person, so <laughs> you don't you don't need to be tepid got it, got <laughs> about it. being like, yeah, I, I slung my dick around, I'm slutty, whatever. But you know. I did. Um, <laughs> we're I like, did. were you on Craigslist also answering personal ads? Nah, nah. <laughs> no, okay. Nah, I just was very, I was very popular in school and everything like that, and sure. just in the wild and stuff. So like, I was always like on the scene, going out. Um, I had lots of money, so it was like then whatever I wanted, I paid for it. So pay for a lot of sex then. Um I had a lot of sex then, so it's like You so you didn't mind paying for sex workers? Oh no. I'm a I'm a happy ending massage uh, uh patron myself. I, yeah. I'm a person I believe in endorsing and sponsoring. Endorsing <laughs> and sponsoring. Uh this fu- this hour is sponsored by Rob Piper. <laughs> For real, I do. Yeah, sure. I mean, people Leave them do a sticker it. when you walk out the door. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, how did? How? Why do you think porn made you a tamer? Because I can't be reckless with someone else's life, opposed to my own. I can gamble with myself all day. So, but, sounds like <clears throat> there was some uh, some inconsistent condom use maybe before. Oh, porn. for sure. Yeah. Oh, what was, what was that? Was. I never, I, was, I never understood you dudes. I was would, definitely like, a one night stand guy. Yeah, one night stands fine, but I'm talking about like, you know, I have so like I have comedy friends who they'll like they'll be talking about like fucking chicks after shows, and they'll yeah. they'll not only say it, they'll brag about raw dogging these girls at shows. And me, I'm just like, what are you fucking nuts? Yeah, like I go like, what, what, huh? I, um, and it's I don't understand the the folk who who it, when you're young, us as men. We don't we don't really think about certain things within moments. We just act. I mean, I'm thinking because I'm like this. Animal. I'm not trying to sacrifice this. You oh, know. for sure. <laughs> now, I mean, now, yeah, for sure. But early on, excuse me, early on, sure. I didn't think about that. Like, because when you have a when you have a one night stand, you don't even know this going to happen. Sure. So when it happens, you just got to go with it. Because if you pause, uh, you be like, okay, we're well, moving to condom then. It's over. The the energy and the mode of that moment just fades. See, I think I think if you it's the, I think it's the way in which one gets a condom. But let's say I do know I want to fuck beforehand. Like I'm gonna have a condom. I'm gonna just toss out the side of the bed. So right. it's like within reach. It doesn't have to be a awkward weird moment. It exactly. can be a fun giggly moment. I don't think safer sex has to be a a thing that's an unsexy pause as as opposed to part of the entire sexiness. Yeah, because for I me, think. I don't believe I believe in any place in time. Okay. That's one of my philosophies. Me too. I fucked in a lot of public places in New York City. <laughs> so it's like, I fucked in a club on the dance floor. You're that guy. I'm that guy. You're the guy I've heard about. I've oh, heard man. about this person. This, yo, we were at a club and we saw like two people fucking in the corner. I'm like, I want to meet those people. Cause like, I want to oh, do that. It's just for me, it's like, once I see something and it's something that, it's a beautiful image. Wait, tell me about this fucking on the in the on the dance floor of the of the club, and and the and the logistics in pulling it off. I was just graduated high school. Um, <laughs> I just graduated high school. <laughs> it just was summertime. Sure. We were forgot where we was at, but was on this club. Was on the dance floor, and I'm the guy. I used to dance when I was in high school and everything. Okay. But so I used to life for the parties, dancing yeah. and stuff. So next thing you know, this one chick, she just walks by as I was at the bar. 
she just walks by and she looked at me. And when she looked at me, it was more so of like eye contact. I see you. What's up? Okay. I'm like, okay. So she was just on dance floor dancing and she had like a skirt on and her ass just was out, but she was beautiful and fine. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go dance with her. And as I was sitting there, she was like just looking at me. So that's when I got back, like, I'm going to go dance with her. And that's, I was dancing with her. She just was very touchy, fairly and groping, doing the most. So I'm like, okay, she really wanted. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, how is this going to happen? Next thing you know, I just bent over. <laughs> and I pulled that dress up and we just started fucking in the middle of the dance floor. But you can pull, you can bend over any woman in a nightclub who, uh, who, has content, who has consented to such and like pull her ass up. Yeah. Not a lot of people except maybe someone who works there is mad. Um, True. You whip your dick out in the dance floor. You know, that's going to usually not end well. Um, so, like, what was the logistics? Like, how did that get pulled off? Like, are people actually watching? People just chill with it? What's what? It's like everybody's doing their thing. So, it's like you really don't notice it until you turn around. You're like, are they fucking? Oh, shit. They're really fucking. <laughs> and when my friend, they walked over and they pulled me laughing. Like, oh, man, you crazy. Like, laughing. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And they pulled me away, and we were just laughing, and that was just it. Before, before you were finished? Oh, yeah. I never finished. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect to finish. Sure, sure. So That's wild. Yeah. Did you ever see her again? No. So you didn't get that? Oh. One night stand. Did you, ever, did you ever get her name? No. And it's one not really stand. a one night stand. It's really more of like a one thrust stand. You didn't really get to f- complete the night. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't complete the night, oh, yeah. but I touched her, so. Sure. You ever mess around with other places in public? Because uh, I'm also a big fan of the, the beach, um, a furniture store. Do tell. So, <laughs> open so, or closed hours? So, oh, it's open. Okay. So you know how they have in the back of the furniture stores those big old rugs? Sure. That hang that hangs down, and you just go through them one by one and see which one you like. Oh yeah. So we're behind that. Okay. Fucking into it. Into it, full on, finished. That's brilliant. On. That's now a thing. I'm doing. I okay. So I'm the type of guy where I have a mental catalog of where in New York City I want to fuck or <laughs> right. do stuff. Like there's a there's a subway station on a, a on First Avenue and 14th Street, where at the very edge of the platform, there's like, it's not. When I say garbage bins, it's not the it's not gross. I swear, it's like a, an enclosed thing. That I think there's garbage bins inside of, but it's at the end, and it's enough. It's big enough that it would block anyone like, you know, you'd see from chest up, but you wouldn't see what's going on here. Right. So I really want like, I want something to like blow me there. Like after the train passes, okay, cool. Now we got time. Yeah. We're at the edge. Let's do that. There's a, um, there's like certain parks, there's certain corners. There's an alley in the financial district. I've been one of the fucking since college. Like I just keep a mental Rolodex and this <laughs> furniture store with the hanging rugs in between them is on the list because that Tony, it's is good. perfect. It's really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Outside of that, in the middle of the ocean, on the boat, on the jet ski. Um, on the jet ski? On the side of the uh, 15th freeway coming to Vegas. Today, like the other four day. Four years ago. Four, <laughs> four years, years ago. ago. <laughs> sure. Um, now, so is this about, it doesn't sound like this is a thrill of of being caught or anything or, or being watched. It sounds like it's more like you just want it now and you don't, you're, you're impatient. No, it's, 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 it's the thrill. Okay. It's the suspense and the suspicion 
and just being spontaneous. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like not always wanting to fuck in the bed or fuck on the sofa or fuck here or fuck there. Sure. Fucking know you want. Okay. It's just be smart about it. All That's right. It. Um, this was something funny. Um, so you know, before this started, I uh, <laughs> I had sexual orientation. You were like straight, and then you, but then you paused. You're like, wait, wait, wait. What's pan mean? And then and then I was like, well, pan. And I'm trying to give my best definition of like pansexual, but right. you meant like pan the like tarot, the tarot card yeah. reading. The tarot, yeah. This wasn't someone who like read your palm. Was like, I think you might be potentially into other genders or people. It was someone who said like, no, you like might be this little uh, mythical creature. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it, it, it was, was more like, so. It was more so from. Um, this chick that I met, she was an energy healer. Sure. So she like read my like sun, rising moon, life number and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came from. Yeah. I was just like, oh man, I'm glad we clarified beforehand before. <laughs> I was like, oh, so when did you start experimenting with your sex? Or when did you start questioning your sexual orientation? And then you'd be like, what do you mean? It's like, you said you're pan. <laughs> I just thought that was so fun. <laughs> um, you're nominated for best oral scene. And I thought that was so funny. I, I'm interested in like, what's your role in the best oral? I feel like you're like, if you're a male talent nominated for something the best oral, it's like, is is this more well, like, it's, like who earned who earned the AVN more of the two of you? you Katrina, know what I mean? Katrina, <laughs> Katrina did. Katrina, Katrina did. It was her. It was her showcase. I have three nominations total, but two nominations from that showcase. Sure. So um, it was just a, a blow bang, and that Love blow bang, bang won like best oral sex scene. Well, nominated for best oral sex scene. Sure. One of them. So. Let's see what happens. What uh do you, so do you ever do you ever feel sli- at all slighted uh by with from attention when you're at AVN because it's obviously a lot of the dudes showing up. Yeah. A lot of them are here to see like all the the beautiful women. Yeah. Um but I mean not but they also like y'all you have male fans who are like yeah but like when I watch hot chicks get fucked I want to watch them get fucked by Rob Piper, right? right? So it's like but but do you ever have feelings about like oh i'm not getting enough attention or why aren't people lying up for me or or like you know well not really because for me my whole life i've never really been one to want to be the spotlight of anything uh-huh. so i'm the late I'm, I'm very calm very cool calm and collective laid back you can have that i'm just gonna chill over here okay i'm cool you're not interested in me i'm not that. really into, i mean if it went i mean i've had it i understand it i know how to deal with it it doesn't bother me when attention is not really on me mm. So, I mean, yeah, it really doesn't bother me. Sure. Okay. Okay. I require less attention. <laughs> I don't want I don't want it. Honestly, I'd rather just be chill, laid back. But I see people coming and going. That's why I, like, I get off the floor real fast. Yeah. I'm shy. Not really shy. I'm just very... Yeah, I don't think back. you get to be important and say you're shy. Yeah, you I'm can, not shy. I'm just you very... can say you're like socially arguing. You can say anything you want. You don't get to say shy. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just very, I'm just very... I'm just very laid back. Yeah. Very, I'm just... I have an old soul. Mm. So, I'm not really one to be the life of the party anymore. Oh. I just want to just like chill. Well, then what are you doing with your free time? Free time, uh, listen to music, gym, meditate, stretch. Um, may go to the strip, mm. find something to do here. Uh, well, like just in general, you're, you're oh, describing yourself as a very chill person. So it's like, okay, like what's your? I mean, what's your free time like? My free time is video games, uploading footage, sure. um, cooking, hiking gym beach it's very active yeah i'm very active but it's more relaxing than anything because mm-hmm. all of these things i do it's um it's it's, it's, a, it's a release it's meditating um being one with nature resting and just staying out of the way okay. and being efficient to where i can be my best tomorrow 
Mm. All right, fair enough, fair enough. When you run around and you do so much and you into so many things, then you can get easily swayed and pulled into something that you shouldn't be into or something can possibly come across you that if you wasn't in that spot at that time, mm. wrong place, wrong time type thing. Sure. It sounds, it, you, you've alluded a lot to in between fo- going down in football and porn, you, you keep, you multiple times have been alluding to just like missteps, poor decisions, um, negative distractions. I mean, like, do you care to share like what some of that oh, no, was? Because no. um, it sounds like it, there, there was some serious shit going on before you kind of, it's odd. You tidied up through porn. Oh, for sure. Which is not what the stereotype is. For sure. Definitely did. It just for me, I'm very self-aware and self-efficient person. Um, So I dealt with depression a lot my whole life and different things. I used to never talk about problems or situations. So I kind of like never vented to anyone about anything. So I used to like bottle my emotions and, oh, it'll be all right. I'll just drink some alcohol. I'll just smoke some weed. Oh, I'll just do this. I'll just do that. But it's like I wasn't doing nothing but hurting myself in the long run. So it's like all in all. I think recently I started respecting and loving myself a little bit more. And with that, it came more positive, more better outcomes, more beneficial things, more elevation in life. And I'm just a more happier person with that. How how did you find how did you start coping with depression in healthier ways? Cuz it sounds like there was some unhealthy coping. Oh yeah. Um well I was in I I I suffered with depression and not really addictions. I just fell into partying and being out and with the wrong crowds and making bad decisions and it took me to actually fall face first and understand what all this came from and where it came from mm. and here i am now okay happier <laughs> what, what what's a coping mechanism you use now when you're finding yourself in a depressive place mm. well for me now depression it doesn't really it doesn't really sit on me or it doesn't even really like enters anymore. Like I'm a very, very, very more positive energy person now. Mm-hmm. So if something doesn't feel right, I'm just going to just get up and leave. If I don't like your energy, I'm just going to get up and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, if my intuition tells me something, I never go against it. I always go with it. So it's just me just learning from all the things that I did wrong and not paying attention to the things I should have paid attention to. Just learn from my mistakes. Okay. You got any particular goals in the future that uh, anything in particular you want to do, accomplish oh, yes. Yes. in porn, out of porn, life, in life professionally? In, general, in life in general, just to create and have a Fortune 500 company, um, become an author. And right now. What do you want to write about? Life story, romance novels. Um, romance novels are yeah. like making comebacks. Romance novels. And I want to pitch an idea to um, some studios from uh, mainstream TV about a, uh, either it could be a movie or it could be a documentary reality mm-hmm. show. But I would rather it be a movie. Sure. Would you write? Yes. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to learn. I want to get into it because I want to actually like really, 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 really get into like being an author. Yeah. So you, you see yourself at some point transitioning out of porn? Oh, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I give it I'm, you don't have to set a firm deadline right now. <laughs> I'll give it between the next three to four years for three sure. Three years. Yeah. I want to, well, now I want to start swaying and like stepping on top of certain things and 
putting certain things in place so this year can be, this year is a very important year for me. So mm. me being more efficient this year to make everything make sense at the end of this year, coming into next year's avian, I'll be in a more happier, higher place. Me too. I also, in, in tw- at the end of 2017, said 2018 is not my year. 2019 is yeah. my year. 2018 was good. It was, it was the grind. Yeah. It was the grind. Um, a very great year. Wasn't the, I mean, it wasn't, but it was good. It was good. A lot of great things happened. A lot of positive relationships and good things happened, came from it. A lot of great opportunities presented itself. And now this year is a very, very, very promising year. And I'm really looking forward to it. What's the, what's the movie idea? You want to practice your pitch? Well, the movie idea is me. Okay. It's, it's, it's everything is around, everything is around, surrounded around me and about me. It's me pushing this character to the universe. So everyone, because for me, I feel like I'm a spokesperson for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of people who live through me. It's a lot of people who tells and write things that they're not the person doing it. Mm-hmm. They're just writing something from knowledge or from some type of things that they've read or some friend lifestyle or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Opposed to a person who is you giving you everything and showing you everything. From what they went through, how they went through it, et cetera, et cetera. People, when they tell life stories or when they do, they don't, they don't show you or tell you where they came from and what they went through. But all in all, I want to show you and tell you everything. Because I feel like it's, 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 it's a lot of kids, adults around the world who, yeah, I mean, we all have success. But when we struggle, do we know how to get up? Mm. And I want to be that person that helps everybody up. Yeah. I want to be the voice, and I want people to live through me. Mess up that MTL to get to porn, to being like Lisa Ann's favorite person <laughs> since the comeback. That's not bad. It's a She's good endorsement. She's amazing. Yeah. So would 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 this, would this be uh, uh kind of just a kid playing football, tears his thing, fucks in public, th- then does porn? Is that the <laughs> what well, the pitch? The pitch is is not really formatted. Sure. I just have everything in my phone. Sure. My notes and everything, but. <laughs> Um, I have everything, like I have days where I'm emotional mm. and I speak on those emotions, no matter what it is or where it stemmed from or what the root, where it came from. You know what I'm saying? I speak on everything and I release because it's a domino effect. Whatever you're going through as an adult, it may stem from childhood. You know what I'm saying? So it's like different things. It has its points. So it's like me releasing or me just thinking or going to the beach and just releasing and feeling better about it. And then now two weeks later i can just like write it all down and get it out so this is not a lost moment or a lost memory or in-depth details of how it all happened okay you dating no no i mean i have no sure you have yeah we know we get it <laughs> you fuck rob we, yeah. we understand rob gets laid Very, cool bro no <laughs> but honestly honestly if it was up to me i would be in a relationship sure yeah. definitely would be i'm a relationship guy i was raised with women or by women. So mm. I was always the ring bearer and all my aunts and uncles' marriages, I mean, our weddings. And I was always around women. So it's like for me, that nurture and care, you always had. Sure. But I'm a person I like being alone. But if you want to have a, but if you'd rather be in a relationship, why aren't you dating? Because I, I don't believe in dating. Okay. For the simple reason why I feel like in life, we're all adults. You know what you want, and you know what you don't want. Mm. The thing we deal with today in society is honesty. Okay. So 
if you meet me and you ask me a question, yeah. I'm going to give you mine this answer. Cool. How's this hat on me? Oh, you cool. All right. Yeah. You just good. Te- I'm just testing you. <laughs> You're good. But for me, it's just like, I don't know how to lie. Okay. And if I have to lie, I don't need to be around you. Because now you're putting the side of me that I don't want to even like show or even rebirth right. at all. But what do you mean you don't believe in dating? Like, do you mean like the the bells and whistles of just like of like this grandiose concept of dating, or like you just are, don't believe in in like going on a date with some? I'm, no, I'm I just trying to understand the like just the dating thing for me. It's more so uh, I feel like it's a waste of time. Okay, because one, yeah, people they date. My 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 image and my version, my vision of it is people date to see who they're going to pick okay i don't want to be an option sure i'm your main course and if you don't know that and if i gotta like really show you all of these things i don't mind showing you that's why like in the beginning i give you everything i'm I'm give you the most respect honestly ask me a question i'm gonna be brutally honest etc 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 so it sounds like you're not you're you're into dating the verb but not like the dating world culture of swiping and going on all these days okay that's what I was trying to understand. Because yeah. like, when once a relationship doesn't believe in dating, how's this going to work out? <laughs> Very curious. Nah. No, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ha- things happen. You meet people. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I just have a different. Like, I don't like wasting time. Sure. And I feel like people when you date, um, it's a lot of time wasting. Exactly. Well, like I, so like I'm like, I mean, I'm not like dating, dating now, but I go through my ways of dating, and I think there's a lot of great ways to be in that whole dating world. Yeah but not allow the time wasters to waste my time. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's someone who you're AVN who like kind of wastes my time. I'm just going to be like, look, you want, you want me to come over? You don't, but like, just be clear. Cause like, I got shit. I'm not going to, exactly. you know, I'm not going to sit around waiting for your text or your call. It's like, all right, I know what I want. Like I've, and I've made that clear to you. You let me know. And if I happen to be free, cool. But it's like, you know, I don't let people take my time for granted. Well um, if someone wants to endlessly chat on like some dating app, like when we met, when we matched before the end of our like brief conversation on there, I have asked for your number and been like, let's try to put something on the books. I'm not trying to like talk for five days or a couple right, weeks before right. we even decide if we want to see each other. It's like, I'm going to know pretty early on uh, if I want to see you. If exactly. I'm attracted to you, I'll like be like, let's just, let's grab drinks and let's yeah. see what happens. Let's go to the park, but like, yeah. let's meet. Um, and, I, I think that it limits a lot of time wasting and some will go like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't give my number out that quickly. Or I like to get to know someone before I meet. I'll be like, that's cool. Take care. It's just like, I'm going to get to know you in person at least. Exactly. I'm not trying to do this this um, online stuff. Or uh, if you're unsure, I don't need to be a part of your unsureness. Exactly. You have my number. You call me when you're exactly. sure. Because uh, I got shit I'm doing. I'm busy. I'm trying to I'm trying to build a brand. Maybe right. not Fortune 500. I'm trying to build a Fortune you know, $50 company. Not... <laughs> Um, but, but, um, it's like, I'm busy. I'm doing my thing and right. I've got other people who do value my time and yeah. who are clear with me and I'm going to spend time with them. And hopefully if I'm available and you reach out yeah. and if not, then maybe you missed your window. Yeah. You know, cause I, I try to value myself in dating. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, well, that's it's, it. it's cool. Do you, do you, so you're not on apps or anything like that. Um, so if you do end up going like taking someone out to dinner, is that just so you're meeting them through the real world? Do you date performers? You're like I'm not oh, gonna I say fu- I'm fu- not gonna <laughs> say date. Sure. I'm I have I have people that have interests that I have interest in. Um 
did we go out? No. Okay. Um, do I open myself up for certain things? No. Um, you got to show me that you want my time and attention. Uh-huh. And if you don't show that, then I don't care. But when you're the one who has the interest, so when you're the one with the crush, a word I think you, you yeah. seem to have been trying yeah. to skirt around. Yeah. You know, like, do, do you make that known or you just hope she makes a move on you? Very vocal about it. Okay. Like, very. I'm an outspoken person. Like, for sure, stand-up guy. So whatever it is I want, I'm going to let you know it. Okay. And I'm going to show you it. And then if you don't recognize it, then, all right. Sure. I try to grab your attention. Do you yeah. see yourself dating someone in or outside of the industry or either? Either. Okay. It okay. just it don't it um it all depends on the person. Um the person where they are in life, um character. Huh. But for the most part, it could be in or out the industry. For me it's more so about your mental standpoint and your understanding towards certain situations, certain things. For me, women always think about it as okay, well you fucking these girls and blah 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 and yada yada yada. And they want you to their self and they want to control you. Mm. But it's like, I don't want to control you. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I just need you to understand me. That's yeah. it. Like, when I go to work, I go to work. It's not like I'm about to go to work and come home. Oh, babe, I'm about to go out and run around and run some errands and I'll talk to you later and i see you when I get back home mm. and I'm going to treat and fuck off. That's not what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to work, shoot a scene, come home, and I'm all yours. Sure. Okay. But certain people, they don't know how to digest that. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I, I'm like this non-monogamous, quote-unquote, slutty guy, like, on the internet, and some mm-hmm. people are like, don't know how to understand a person who talks about their sex life. It's like, I want us to be private. I'm yeah. like, we're private, but I'm still going to talk about my shit. Right, you know? but I mean, I get it, though. I mean, it's, understand women, mm-hmm. and understand, like, their side, and understand, like, where they come from, and are emotional creatures. So it's like, all in all, if a woman is really interested in you and she has feelings for you, mm. yeah, it's going to be hard for her to digest that. Sure. She's not cut from that world. She's trying to do something different that's totally uncomfortable for her. So me, when a woman say that, I don't fight and scratch and pull. I'm a contest. I'm, I'm a contest what you're saying for sure. But sure. that's try, what you believe in. That's try what you to make do. them see the other, the other side, side of it. it. Yeah. But if that's what you want to do, I can't tell you how to make a decision based off of what i feel you got to be honest and truthful to yourself now if it's something you want to fight for and try i take my hats off to you because all in all you're going outside of your comfort zone just to try to show me something you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm a person i'm very understanding Mm. and i'm very visual i'm like i see things and you don't have to tell me what you're doing i can see what you're doing Mm. so Rob, then thanks for talking to me, man. I appreciate Anytime, your, your candor, dude. Anytime, man. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rob Piper Triple X. That's three X's. Thanks so much. Good luck tonight, Avian, and why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Thank you. Thank you guys for coming out and listening. I appreciate you. Bye. He fucked between the rugs. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I seriously need to try that uh i think i gotta be fluid bonded with someone to do it because it seems like logistically there's not a lot of time to finesse the condom with that situation so you know that's gonna that's gonna go on a bucket list um oh man that was a fun one if i I would love to know what you thought about this week's show what'd you think about rob piper what'd you think about that crazy sex dream about me um 
you can tell me on all the social media, everybody. I'm on Twitter at the Billy Presida. Okay, you can say hey to me over there, or you can leave a comment on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page. Now I got Instagram back. A lot of you were following me on Instagram, and then I lost my Instagram, so it's back. So go show me that it was the right decision to go make one all over again and follow me at Billy is Presida. Now, Man Horcon is fast approaching, and uh, oh gosh, it's going to be so much fun. And there's so many cool, awesome, fun, sex positive, and sexy people attending. Don't you want to meet like minded listeners like yourself? Join us in New York City for Man Horcon August 2nd through August 4th. Get your weekend pass today at slash weekend. And if you just want to come on out to the live podcast, it's going to be August 3rd, 8 p.m. And uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to, to how to get tickets for that. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be vicious. It's going to be raw and real. Because that's what we do at this show, babies. Raw and real. So go enjoy yourselves. Uh, happy 4th of July. Try to forget about... Try to do a throwback 4th of July, maybe. Uh, is going to be a throwback Thursday. I'm going to throw back to, I don't know, 4th of July 2014. They were better times. Stay patriotic, uh, I guess, if you feel that way. Some days I'm not sure. But I'm always sure that I want to stay slutty.